well, isn't isn't this great? I um, <laughs> God, you know, I uh, was recording uh, for 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 twenty minutes. Uh, <laughs> so basically, you know, half half the episode. Um, and uh, actually had like you know some good, funny bits and 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 things like that, and uh, went went off on some cool tangents that I didn't really anticipate uh, with the uh, stuff that I had laid out. And um, I I uh, checked my watch to see where where I was at. I was like, oh, twenty minutes, cool. And then I just <laughs> the fucking zoom recorder. I I caught my eye and I noticed that the the thing was just fucking off. It just was <laughs> the fucking zoom recorder was just off. You know. Um, so, uh, didn't record a fucking thing. Actually didn't even record any of what I had just been fucking spitting into this mic the last 20 fucking minutes. So, there's that. That's fun. And who knows if I resolve the situation. I'm assuming that maybe the fucking card was full because there were several episodes on it. Even though it should hold hours and hours of episodes, but maybe it was full, it said limit reached, and then it just stopped recording. However, don't you think it would have recorded a little bit of it, then said it's full, and then stopped, I, you know, I don't, you know, who the fuck am I, you know, except just a, a fucking dumb person. Uh, I hate technology, I'm, I'm trying to keep it together, you know, I'm sucking down this iced coffee, because I just, you know... I'm burnt out, man. You know, I just got to, I get this fucking bringer show on tomorrow that I'm supposed to get people for. And this guy's breaking my fucking balls. How are we looking? How are we looking? This is how we're looking, guy. You want me to bring at least three people to this fucking show of yours with a 14-person lineup. No names. You know, not that I'm one, you know. But again, as a producer of a show, it's your job to get people fucking asses in the seats you know what i mean when i ran a show for almost a year that's what me and pat and bruno did we got fucking asses in the seats we'd call people we'd fucking work our shit out that's on you man i'm fucking doing stand-up you're the producer but no i gotta go ahead and fucking wrangle people like i'm a fucking sheepdog okay and you want to give me five minutes and on a, on a 14 comic lineup at 7 p.m. on a fucking Friday, that's what you want me to do. It, it, at some place in Van Nuys, okay? With it, if you're if you're not familiar with California, it's not that nice. This particular place has zero parking, okay? And you're breaking my ball, dude. I've been doing comedy for fucking six years, dude. Okay? Am I the funniest dude? No. Okay? Am I? probably going to have a decent enough set in a five minute time span that I'm not going to walk anybody. I'm going to get some decent laughs and, you know, maintain the energy of the room. If there is that, yes, yes, I, I, I will be able to do that. Okay. Let me just do five minutes. It'd be one thing if you're like, Hey, you know, I, I know you've been doing comedy for a while, but to kind of help earn your keep, do you want to work the door? Okay, Joe Manente, the proprietor and owner of Fourth Wall um, uh, fucking comedy, whatever you want to call it, he will give people who are experienced comics the door guy spot. What does that entail? You check people in. You work the door. I remember me and Eric, we had to fucking bounce some guy because he was all drunk and shit. You take care of that stuff. And then in return, he gives you stage time. Your payment is stage time. Bringer shows are for people who are like a year to maybe three years in, if you if they if you fucking if you still haven't gotten it together in three years, that's what bringer shows are for. I've been doing this for fucking six years, dude. Okay, I've 
I opened for my buddy while he fucking filmed his special. He paid me. He took me on the road. Okay? Again, am I the funniest fucking guy? No. But dude, I know what I'm doing. Uh, I, don't, I, I shouldn't have to fucking bring people to your goddamn fucking show. If you want to book me, and like if I can bring people, which I'll, I always try to, thank you. But to make me bring people, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? I can't fucking stand that shit. So I'm dealing with that. And then this new job has been kicking my fucking ass. Because I've had like relatively easy days, but I've been driving all over California. Like, I've already went through a whole tank of gas in like three days. Just driving fucking hours and hours. Like this morning, I go... So I'm meeting this dude who he's super, uh, you know, just, I just got back from the ride along with him today. I ride, I ride along with him today. Super cool dude. But he told, he tells me to meet him at a fucking hospital in Palmdale at 930. So knowing, knowing me and knowing how I react in any type of traffic or running late, I'd rather just be there 30 minutes early and sit in my car and go on TikTok and play with my dick, pick my nose and just sit there for 30 minutes and just be early as opposed to cut it remotely close and have to fucking freak out. Because I remember one time I got a job. I was working at a restaurant called Fresh on Sunset. It was 1.2 miles away from my apartment. 1.2 miles. And I'm like, wow, how nice is this? I could even walk or ride a bike. But you know what? It's the summer and it's fucking 90 degrees. So as opposed to showing up to my first day of work all sweaty, let me just fucking drive there because there's employee parking. Why not just do that, right? Why not do that? So I drive to this this job 1.2 miles away. I'm thinking, man, I'm going to fucking cruise there. I can leave like 10 minutes before my shift, fucking park, but beep, but boop, still be five minutes early. Huh? Guess how long it took me to go 1.2 miles? 30 fucking minutes. I shit you not. Sunset was backed up. All the other roads I tried getting to backed up. I ended up punching my steering wheel so fucking hard. My knuckles bled. I walk in there. I had to use the apron they gave me to stop the bleeding. And I got into the restaurant. No one saw me. I threw the apron out. Then went to the manager. Played dumb. Hey, I never got an apron. Can I get an apron? Oh, I th- so-and-so told me they gave you one. I go, you know what? I, I don't think they did. And if they did, I- I'm sorry. I- maybe it's in my apartment. Um, Can I, can I get one now? I'll-, I'll pay for it. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. We'll give you another apron. Oh, my God. What happened to your hand? I was getting gas this morning. And I, f- I closed my hand on my door. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my God. You didn't. You didn't punch your steering wheel, did you? Because it took you 30 minutes to go 1.2 miles an hour in this godforsaken, fucking godless city of Los Angeles? No, 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 no. I was filling up my car at the shell down the street and closed my hand in my car door because we all know how common that is. Oh, okay. Well, listen, why don't you throw in a latex glove and start cutting limes? So I know how I get. So this morning, I get there nice and early, okay? I wake up. I take a nice shit, I drink my athletic greens, I hop in the car, and I hit the road. I'm going against traffic, so I'm fucking cruising to Palmdale, okay? I get there 30 minutes early, I'm sitting there. 
about 10 minutes goes by. The guy goes, hey, I'm like 10 minutes. No, I'm sorry. 10 minutes goes by. I text the guy. I go, hey, man, I'm parked. Got here early. Just wanted to be safe. Um, Is there anywhere specific you want me to park? Because I got to meet this guy. I'm going to drive with him. I also got to meet him to go into this account. So I got, you know, hospitals are huge. So I'm like, where do you want me to park? Is there anywhere specifically you want me to park? He goes, he gives me this shit. Again, great guy. I would generally hang out with him outside of work. We hit, really hit it off today. But he pulls this shit. I go, anywhere specific you want me to park? He goes, um, yeah, actually, now that you mention that, park on the west side of the building. <laughs> the, the, the west side. Yeah. What am I, fucking Magellan guy? Huh? The west side. What am I, what am I, a, a, a fucking bird flying south? I know where south is, so, hey, I must know where west is as well. Listen, guy, I'm not a Navy SEAL going to whack Bin Laden, all right? I don't, I don't have a compass at the ready. I don't know where my coordinates are, okay? I'm not anticipating a police helicopter going, uh, Vinny, do you see the assailant uh, running? Uh, do you know where he's heading? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, heading south on Washington. Oh, no, he just turned east onto Highland. Oh, now, now west onto La Brea. I don't fucking know where this shit is, guy. Okay? West? What the fuck? Yeah, like the like the hospital has one big compass on the side of the building. You are now in the west. No! Is it by the main entrance? Is it by the emergency? Is it by outpatient? Is it by fucking colonoscopies? Is there, is there a guy taking a shit in a bucket next to a palm tree right by him? Give me some kind of physical landmark as opposed to a fucking compass direction. Contrary to belief, I don't always know where True North is, okay? So I get this text, and I'm just sitting there going like, uh, when, how long do I wait to be like, how about a landmark? How about near the loading area, like something? But luckily, like five minutes goes by, he goes, just park by outpatient. And I go, thank you. Do you see how easy that is? Do you know why that's easy? Because it says fucking outpatient in huge letters on the side of the building and there are directions within the hospital community that says outpatient this way you know it doesn't say you're now heading to the south side of the building who fucking knows that shit but cool day great guy but listen guy when 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 you're when you're dealing with with directions and meetup spots give landmarks not fucking compass directions and welcome to the podcast, folks. This is Just Count to Ten. I am your host, Vinny Falcone. And this is the Anger Management Podcast that won't help you with your anger. We'll just get angry together. Now, I feel like I've already done this intro because I have. But I love all of you people so much. And I'm so appreciative that you listen to this garbage I call a podcast that I just had to just fucking re-record it. You know, so badly that I want to just chalk it up as a loss go hit some golf balls, go on a walk because my love handles are so prominent. And just chalk it up as a loss. But you know what? No. I said, my listeners deserve better. If they're giving their ears and time, okay, and just mental health to do this, the least that I should do is sit back down, take a big old gulp of iced coffee, and start from scratch, you know? So, I'm here, I'm queer, and I am ready to give you guys another hopefully great episode. So I was 20 minutes in, we're almost 12 minutes in now.
Now I have to keep looking at this fucking recorder to think to to see if it's still recording. Cause I, I don't know what the fuck happened, you know. So we'll see. So doing a lot of ride ride alongs this week. I'm all out in the field. Um, I did one yesterday that really really pissed me off. So I'm meeting all these people because I have to like, you know, you know, learn the industry, not only the industry, but also meet the team. Um, and also just like talk to them to see how with this new position that I'm, that I'm in, how I can assist them, um, you know, effectively and, and sufficiently. So I meet this one chick at one of her accounts, uh, where they're doing an application, which means they're basically putting on the product that we sell. And I want to be able to see that, you know, hear the questions that doctors ask, hear the answers that, you know, my colleague will give because that's some of the things that I'll have to answer when I'm in the field, right? So we get there and, you know, prior to me going out into the field, I called my manager and I was like, hey, first off, what should I wear? Is it slacks, suit and tie? He's like, no, 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 order scrubs. I go, cool, check that. So in my head, I go, all right, so it's short sleeves. So I go, okay, cool. So just, you know, I have two sleeve tattoos. What do you want me to do? And he goes, oh, well, you know, just get like the, 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 the sleeves you can like pull on and just ask the rep you're with if they care or if you want to just put them on and just not deal with it, totally fine. But usually what we see is like a lot of reps have tattoos or people have tattoos and they'll wear the sleeves just to kind of get acquainted to the accounts and the staff and stuff. And then once they're comfortable, they just take them off and show them their tattoos, but totally up to you. So this whole week, everyone has been like, oh, dude, no, just where where you're just where show the tattoos who gives a shit you know so and no one's cared a lot of the technicians the nurses they have tattoos you know and no one said anything in fact a couple of doctors were like oh shit cool sleeves i'm like oh thanks man so i show up to this one account meet some people i watch the application meet the doctor boop da 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 and then I meet this one guy. I, I don't know what his position. I'm not sure if he was a medical assistant or some kind of technician or whatever. But my colleague was like, oh, Vinny, meet so-and-so. And I go, hey, nice to meet you. And he goes like, cool, cool, cool. And, and already just very inquisitive, but in a judgmental-ish type way. Not like, hey, so what's going on? Like, you know, tell me about yourself. It's like, so where are you coming from? Do you have any kind of background in this or any kind of sales background in general? And I'm just like, what am I fucking interviewing for you, pal? I already did this with this company for two months. But so I tell him like, oh, no, I was in prop tech, SaaS sales, did that for a little bit, sales experience, first time in the medical field. And he goes, oh, okay, so what kind of like training are you like, are they going to train you? Like, no, no, I, I just work for this billion dollar company that's been around for over 100 years. And, you know, um, I have no prior experience and they're not going to bother training me. They're just going to throw me to the wolves and deal with these people that, you know, if I fuck up, they could lose a limb. You know, yeah, yeah. So, so no, 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 no. Uh, to answer your question, no training, no training at all. Just going to, you know, just fucking, you know, give me a nice coffee and, uh, and say fucking, uh, well, at least you're caffeinated. Godspeed. No jerk off. I'm, they're going to train me. I go, no, I just completed two weeks of, you know, online modules where I had to complete with a high level overview of, you know, all the things that I had to sell, the, you know, all, all the fucking biology and chemistry involved with it. Um, and then also I would do, uh, you know, an intensive uh, on the job training in a few weeks, as well as several in-person training sessions in Texas at our location uh, in Fort Worth. So that'll be at least three weeks there. So pretty intensive. He's like, oh, cool, 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 cool. He's like, and then he goes, this fucking guy goes, Looks at, my, looks at my arms and he goes, cool tattoos, man. And then he looks to my colleague and goes, so he can show those, huh? 
That's not against company policy? Oh, fuck me. I have to move my fucking car. God, I'm going to fucking murder somebody. Okay. Well, I'll... I got to move my car or else I'm going to get a fucking ticket. And I thought I was going to... Fuck me in the fucking ass, dude. And call me Susan. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. God damn it. You know how the, the how when you have food, you want the food to be made with love? Yeah. Well, I'm making this podcast with fucking hate. I mean, Jesus Christ. This episode has been an episode from hell. So hopefully it's fucking good, folks. Anyway, where was I? I just had to move my goddamn car, which we'll, which we'll get into later. As, as to another, another reason why people suck. I fucking hate L.A. And just nothing. Just no one can be decent and just abide by the fucking rules you know and societal norms anyway so i forget exactly where i was so if i repeat myself i apologize he goes hey so cool tattoos and then looks at my colleague and then goes can he have those like can he, he can show his tattoos that's not against company policy and i'm going like are you fucking kidding me dude that's what you ask and also you ask her you don't ask me like do, do you do you not think i thought of this prior do, do you think after the five interviews i went through in the two months span and all the bullshit that i went through to get this job the background check the fucking piss test all that shit do, do, do you not think that i i checked and cleared it with my manager to see if i can show my tattoos also you don't even ask me like a man. You don't. You don't look at me and go, "Cool tattoos." Uh, it's cool to think and they they let you have that. Kind of like broach the subject that way. Not look at my colleague almost a fucking tattletale on me. You old prick. Also, th- this is your big concern. My tattoos. I don't have fucking swastikas and fuck you written on my arm. Okay, it's cherry blossoms, a fucking fish and a dragon. Also, dude, in a world, we're, we're in Los Angeles in 2023. According to CNN, everyone's gay, okay? We got fucking chicks with dicks, with dudes wearing dresses. This is the least of our concerns, my tattoos. And the way that you go about doing it is you don't even look at me, you talk about me to someone else, and then you put her on the spot. All of a sudden, she's fucking stammering, like me, because I'm a stuttering, muttering prick. And she's like, she's like, oh, no, no, yeah, he can, he can have them. And I, then I fucking step in, step in. I go, yeah. And he looks at me, and I'm like, I can show them. Obviously, I cleared it with my manager prior to, prior to coming out here. Basically, I just asked the reps in the area if there's any accounts they think that I should cover them for, and if not, I show them. Most of the people actually that I saw on my ride-alongs this week, nurses, technicians, they have tattoos. So it's kind of popular around here, I guess. You old fucking cock. And he goes, oh, cool, yeah, no, 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 yeah, awesome. I was, yeah, it's funny, yeah, a couple of technicians, uh, um, that we work with have them, but you know, they have to cover them, you know. And every once in a while, I, you know, I see one of the tattoos, and I'm like, oh, I can see your tattoo, you know. And they pull the sleeve up and stuff. I'm like, oh, so you just hate tattoos because you're an old fucking cranky fuck, huh? Wake up, guy. It's not that big of a deal. Also. You grew up in the 70s when people were raw dogging in the fucking summer of 69, right? Summer, raw dogging, hot, sweaty, 
deodorant wasn't that good, no body wash, you're dipping your dick into fucking hippies listening to the dead. I got a fucking cherry blossom tattoo. What's worse, smelly cock and vagina in San Francisco or a fucking goldfish on my arm? You know what I mean? Why don't you fucking take a walk? So that really pissed me off. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, fuck off. You know? And then earlier this week, another ride along. I was with my buddy Sam, who's the dude that got me the job. Great guy. Um, he uh, so so we were so part of the job is basically you know winning over the uh, staff because um, they're basically the gatekeepers, like the front desk, um, medical assistants, uh, office managers. They're kind of the people that are again, like I said, the gatekeepers to the doctors. So you want to win them over, develop a good rapport. So then not only they let you actually eventually talk to the doctors, but also um, let's say you're doing an application or a case, which is basically a surgery. Um, maybe the medical assistant or the scrub tech or whatever it is will be like, no, 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 no l- l- let's use this product. Because one, our products you know, really are the best in the industry. But also, if you have that personal rapport with the rep, um, you know, they'll want to use your shit, right? So... Part of the job is like, you know, buttering up the staff and getting to know them. So that's like bringing them lunch, bringing them Starbucks, things like that. So Sam and I go to pick up Starbucks for this account. And we're in the Starbucks and, you know, we're waiting in line and stuff. And I'm like, you know, dude, I, I got to I, – I ate like fucking Japanese food the night before. I had a lot, a lot of soy sauce. And I think I was just fucking swollen because I weighed in like two pounds heavier. I had barely drank any water. And I was just pissing like a fucking madman, dude. Like, literally, I had a little cup of coffee at my house, 12 ounces of water, and I was peeing for minutes at a time, like three times. So finally, for the third time, for the fourth time, I'm like, dude, I gotta piss again. He's like, all right, yeah, no rush. Go pop into the bathroom. So I'm waiting in the bathroom, and all I hear is like every three minutes, the fucking loud toilet flushing just three minutes to go by another three minutes i'm waiting there for 10 minutes the bathroom to where the, the bathroom to where the, where sam is is like 40 yards away he keeps looking at me like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, dude, I think someone is dead in here or that they keep giving themselves a fucking swirly. I don't know what's going on. So finally, I pull on the handle a bunch and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on in here? Four minutes goes by, another flush. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Is this guy doing drugs? Did he pass out? What the fuck? So finally, after like 15 minutes, I just give up. And I just, I just walk back over to Sam. He's like, did you go? And I'm like, no, dude, I, I I don't know what the fuck is going on in there. I mean, I saw a dude go in there, but what the hell? He's like, well, you know, we're in no rush. We're waiting for the coffees. It's fine. And then finally, I hear the door open. I look back, and it's just like this like blue-collar fucking dude that looked like he just he drove here just to shit. You know, like he was on a job site, and he's like, oh, where, where can I pop into just to shit? Up oh, Starbucks, great. Pops in there, so I see him leave, and I'm like, okay, I already know I'm going to walk into a fucking shitstorm, no pun intended, but how bad, you know? 
So I'm walking in there and I'm just like preparing for the worst. I walk in there and you guess it, folks. The worst happens. This was so – I mean, all right. So remember I mentioned a couple episodes about that guy who took a shit um, in that comedy club and it like was like seeping into the club? That was the worst like shit smelling I've ever had where like it smelled like absolute shit. Like you can tell this came out of someone's body and it was in the bathroom and lingering. This was the worst, like, it, honestly, it was such a unique shit smell. It smelled like some guy farted and wiped his ass in his boxers and then put the boxers over my nose. Like, or, or better yet, it smelled like my nose was actually inside of his butthole. It wasn't just like, okay, something came out of his body and that's what smells like a normal shit. It smelled like I was inside of his body. It was repulsive. I had to put my fucking shirt over my nose. I'm taking a piss. I'm like, is this going to seep into my fucking scrubs? How absorbent is this material? It was repulsive. And then I leave the bathroom, and I'm always worried that, like, someone that didn't see me go in there that quickly, you know, knowing that, like, out of the time frame of my entry and exit, it was just a piss. I'm like, oh, shit, is someone going to see me come out and then think, by God, this kid just took a shit? Luckily, it's Sam, and I go, dude, I don't think you want to go in there. He's like, I have, to, I have to take a shit. I'm like, there's no way you're going to last in there. It is absolutely repulsive. He's like, well, I got to go. So he opens the door, and he goes, oh, my God. And I'm like, yep. And he goes, fuck. So the poor guy had to go in there and take a shit because we're pressed for time because we're on the road all day. And I'm waiting for him. I'm just thinking, like, okay, what, what what's the positive here? At least he was doing, like, repetitious courtesy flushes. You know, courtesy flush on fucking stamp. Just nonstop, an onslaught of courtesy flushes. Which, you know, at least he was doing that. But to have the amount of courtesy flushes every three to four minutes I was listening, and then to still have that smell in the bathroom, what the fuck is your diet, dude? Did you just hit something on the road and sh- and think, oh, shit, well, instead of popping into Ralph's for ground beef, I could just drag this thing back to my house, gut it, and eat it? What, did you eat a chupacabra for dinner? Like, what the hell are you doing? And just to have that amount of, like, stank on your shit and to do that in public, you got to be something special. Like, and he he looked back at, like, the the area in which where people were where probably the person who was pulling on the doorknob retreated to because it was taking so long he looked into the area with sheer embarrassment you know like he knew what he had done was wrong but still like dude plan your day to where your worst shit your most productive shit if you will in terms of getting everything out probably putting a little stank onto it that should be at your home Get up early enough, get a cup of coffee, walk around, do what you got to do, sit on the toilet, okay, and get that out of you first, because that's not meant for the public, that's meant for your own bathroom, okay, that kind of intimate smell of your first shit of the day should be at your own bathroom, and it wasn't like we caught this cocksucker 8 o'clock a.m., it was like 10.30, what the fuck you been doing this morning, guy? Huh? What you, what what have you been doing? 
regardless of your diet that caused this heinous smell, what the fuck were you doing this morning that you couldn't get ahead of this thing and do it at your own house and, and, and peel the paint off your own walls as opposed to this fucking Starbucks, which was a nice Starbucks. Ugh, just gross. So that just, like, disgusted me. I mean, I've been seeing, like, heinous shit with this job with, like, pictures of, like, the stuff that I sell and, like, the things that we have to sell, too. I won't give it away, but I do. But that's been... That was that, that was a walk in the park compared to walking into this guy's body, his anal cavity. Fucking repulsive, you know? I just... God, people just baffle me as to how they can do that and, and just be okay with it. You're going to inconvenience this whole star... And there was one bathroom. There wasn't male. There wasn't female. It was one unisex bathroom. Cock, balls, pussy, or wheelchair. Come on in. The code's 12693 fucking have a party, you know? But no. There's no embarrassment. There's no level of shame. It's just, I'm going to go into this bathroom. I'm going to unload my intestines into this toilet, give it, a cu- give it a few flushes, wash my hands, and then pop out into my car and go about my day. Nope. Nothing, nothing weird about that. Alright, so, there was a homeless dude so what was it monday last monday last tuesday um i go to get you know new water because uh we have this you know water machine thing that um basically two two five gallon jugs so 10 gallons i go to the water plant get spring water it's like 20 bucks for 10 gallons lasts us about you know a week and a half two weeks and me and zoe are set so it's the least it's my least favorite chore because on the way back I am just carrying 40 to 50 uh, fucking pounds of water at least 50 yards because parking is a fucking nightmare in my neighborhood so I'm walking at least 50 60 yards up the stairs through the woods to grandmother's house we go and it's just annoying so I leave the building and Zoe's coming in with me because I have to drop her off at the mechanic she's getting her car uh, she's picking up her car so we both walk out of the building together, and you guessed it, right when we walk out, there's a fucking homeless dude in front of our double doors, just passed out, in the shade, just tweaking, twitching, all sorts of shit. And I'm just like, you know what? God damn it. What the fuck is going on? Like, there's been an influx in um, homeless people in the area recently. And it's just getting out of hand. And I walk by and I'm motherfucking and Zoe's like, what's wrong? I'm like, what's wrong? There's a fucking homeless guy in front of our building sleeping, blocking the door. We had to step over him. You you tell me what 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 possibly could be wrong here? <laughs> and she's like, it's not that, it's not, like, yeah, it's kind of annoying, but it's not that big of a deal. I'm like, big of a deal, Zoe? What? Are you fucking high? She's like, yeah, actually, I mean, that is kind of annoying. I'm like, yes, it is. If you don't think it's annoying, you either haven't fucking thought about the actual issue or you don't deal with homeless people on a regular basis. For those people who are like, we have to be nice to the homeless people. It's not It's not easy. I'm like, yes, some people have it rough. Some people are crippled with mental illness or crippled with addiction, and it's not fair. However, if you don't get pissed off by them that just means you don't deal with them on a daily fucking basis there was a a transgender 
homeless person across the street who literally built a Motel 6 with a tent, cardboard, and garbage, okay, and was just, like, wreaking havoc on the sidewalk, and guess what, everyone's referring to her by the proper pronouns, oh, she's, she's setting up shop over there, I'm like, yeah, you mean the, 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 the person who looks like fucking Ray Lewis with a fucking wig, dude, that's got calves the size of watermelons with traps like fucking Lee Haney and Jay Cutler. Yeah, you mean that person with the wig? Yeah, she, she is setting up shop. But she also, statistically speaking, probably has many diseases. Okay? So, yeah, let's all call her she and refer to her as she, even though she has a cock bigger than that fucking black dude on the memes that everyone sent during COVID. So we're progressive in that sense, but no one wants to look at the fucking problem here. It's like, we got someone who is has diseases, has a weapon, not mentally stable, but, you know, good thing we, we, we refer to her by the proper pronouns. But no, let's not call the police that, that she has a fucking knife. Let's just go about our day like this is normal. So I walk over the fucking dude, and I'm like, if he's still there, when I have the 50 pounds of fucking water, I'm going to lose my shit. So I walk over him, get into the car, drop Zoe off. I go, if I, if you beat me back to the hotel, uh, to the hotel, to the apartment, wait in your car, call me so I can walk you in. If I beat you back, which I probably will because you move like whale shit, call me and I'm going to come out and I'm going to get you. I, I, I want to make sure I'm there when you walk into the apartment and go over this guy if he's still there. So I go to the water plant. I get water. I pop into my car. I come back. You guessed it. I beat Zoe. I get out of my car. I'm schlepping fucking 50 pounds of water. He's still there. I have no room to enter the building because he's blocking the fucking doors. I got, I got to put the water down, punch in my code, pull the door open, hold the door open, pick back up the fucking water, and then go back into my apartment. I can't do that because he's blocking the other door. So I get up there, and I'm like, dude, dude. You, you gotta fucking move. Like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, 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 sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's okay, just, like, what are you doing? Like, you're laying in front of the doors. Sorry, man, it's just hot, and there's shade over here. I'm like, yes, it is hot, it is hot. You're also wearing sweatpants, sw sweatshirt, layers, and a fucking beanie. So, maybe, you know, shed some layers first, then lay in the sun. If the sun's too hot, then pop in the shade. Also, maybe not block a fucking entrance guy. So he comes up, and I pick up the jugs, and I'm just, like, fucking pissed. But he goes, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm easing off a little bit, and I'm like, have a good one. And he goes, oh, thanks, man. You, you have you have a good one, too, man. Thank you. And then I, I go up into, the, into my apartment, and as I'm walking up, and I'm like, am I an asshole? Am I an asshole? Like, yes, that's inconvenient. Yes, he's a fucking idiot for laying in the thing. Obviously, he's not well. But when I said move, he was overly polite, that which prompted me to say, have a good one. And then because of that, he was like jazzed up about that. So, you know what? When Zoe comes and calls me, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to bring him banana. I'm, I'm, and I'm going to bring him like a, sar a sparkling water or something. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be nice. Yet... That, that's what I'll do. Actually, you know what? Before I even get down there, I'll just scope it out, see if he's still there. And if he is, I'll, I'll, I'll bring something down for him. Maybe I'm just being a miserable prick. 
So I go down there. He's gone. However, one of my neighbors is panning through the glass doors, looking outside. And she's like, did you see the homeless guy? And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, I've seen him on the Nextdoor app, which is an app that is, I'm not sure if it's all over the country, but it's an app that we use in California where basically people will post crime on it. So if you live in the area, you can know what's going on. Like man with machete seen on Sunset or dude with gun on Ventura or homeless person with mallet in Ross, dress for less on Sepulveda, whatever it is. Like you can, you can read shit, be a part of a group that um, in an area you live in so you can get brought up to speed all the crazy fucking fun stuff that we have to deal with on top of the crazy fucking rent we pay for and high gas prices. So you pay for all of this shit, a premium, but what do you do? Do, do, do you have an easy way of life? No, 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 no. You have to deal with crime and nonsense and bullshit. So she goes, did you see the homeless guy? And I'm like, yeah, I just, I just saw him. And she's like, oh, I, I've seen him on Nextdoor app. And he, he's, he's been caught breaking into people's houses many times. I've, I've seen a picture of that guy. And I'm like, and here I was going to bring him a fucking banana and a sparkling water. And this guy's fucking breaking into places. You know what? This is what, this is what I get. This is, this is what I fucking get for trying to believe in people. That fucking prick. And then, sure as shit, Zoe walks up. She calls me. She's like, I'm on my way up. I'm like, I'm already here. I see her walk up. She walks in, and she's like, I saw the guy as I drove by. He was standing up, pulling on the door, trying to get into the building. I go, he was? I just walked over him. He moved from me. She's like, no, he, he must have just gotten up and started pulling on the doors. And I, said, I saw him looking through the glass doors to try to get into the building. And I'm like, mother fucker, dude. Mother... So either he was trying to fucking butter me up, act like he wasn't a big deal, and then try to fucking soup his way in. It just, god damn it, I fucking can't stand this shit. Y you try to, like, bury the, the what you think is like, oh, I'm just being a grumpy old man, and these guys have heart too, and they have tough situations, and I should just be a little more accommodating, a little more understanding. But then, no, you fucking try and think about giving an inch, but no, they're just going to fucking take a mile and then maybe fucking kill your fiancé. Maybe I fucking let my guard down because he was like, oh, thanks, oh, da 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 Maybe I let my guard down, and then he breaks in. And then he comes up, and then I fucking let my guard down. I don't lock the door. All of a sudden, he's in my fucking apartment. Maybe he has a knife. He stabs Bello, or he fucking stabs Zoe, or fucking rapes her. I'm thinking about all this shit, and it's like, no, no. From now on, I'd rather be viewed as a fucking dick and a prick, and someone who's like, oh man, he fucking like is a is a jerk off to homeless people, or to pe I'd rather be viewed as that guy than to let my guard down and have something fucking horrible. An irreversible happen. You know? I'm fucking so tired of this shit. Because no one does anything. The police only come if you say they have a weapon and they're about to fucking kill somebody. And then maybe, in like an hour, they'll show up with a fucking Carl's Jr. burger in their hand. And a Diet Coke and the other going... <laughs> yeah. We had, a, we had a call. There was a homeless guy here an hour ago trying to stab people. Anybody dead? Did he survive? You know, 
What 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 went on? By the way, you gotta get these crisp cut fries. They're fucking tremendous. Way better than the regular fries. There's this guy Luke Allen who has a podcast called Life in the 405. I listen to it. He gets this. Uh, he gets like the number seven. Uh, no cheese, no veggies. Crisp cut fries with a, a, a cherry coke. I think it is. Great combination. So we popped off there. That took longer than expected, which is why we're an hour late to come see the assailant with a knife who is trying to uh, kill people. Uh, uh, anybody dead? Um, uh, if there are dead, they, we can't help, but uh, I'll be considered an ambulance that might be here in another hour and a half. At that point, they'll be definitely bled out um, and fucking dead, baking in the valley sun. But uh, anyway, before I polish off this burger, anything you need from us? So I'm just done. I'm done doing that shit. So that fucking pissed me off. All right, now in closing, now I mentioned the parking thing, right? So, by the way, guys, I don't think this this episode was funny. Maybe it was entertaining. I don't know. I just was distracted. I had to start from scratch. Fucking just episode from hell. But anyway, thanks for listening. You know, I appreciate you. So, there is this one stretch on my on my road of non permanent parking. So you can park there all day, every day. It's about thirty feet, forty feet. Yeah, probably forty feet. It's good for about four cars. And um, when I first moved here, it was a great additional parking when I didn't have a permit or when when friends came over. As opposed to paying for a fucking meter on Ventura, they could just park literally right next to my house. Or instead of Zoe having to park up this dark, dark fucking driveway, uh, this dark road rather, that's like 50 yards away from the house and then walk to our apartment at 1 o'clock in the morning after work, she could just park at this one spot literally 20 yards 10 yards from our apartment and then walk in. But recently I've noticed that like it's always fucking parked. Like there's always cars parked there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like there's, it never used to be that way. At least at one point during the day, there'd be an open spot. But for the last like almost like year, I think it's always full. It's there's cars. They're always parked there. And then I started noticing that about, a block over, there is a used car dealership. They have their own car lot. However, you know all these cocksuckers work. They're always trying to buy shit for a deal to then sell to some poor fuck and make a killing, right? And I notice, I'm like, I think they're parking their overflow onto my street. And because they know they could just leave them there, they're basically just using this as additional parking for the business. And then I saw that all of the license plate um, borders, like the license plate guards, rather, is this company, Hollywood Rides. They all have the same fucking license plate cover. This, These Ukrainian fucking pricks. It's always Ukrainian. Ukrainian, Russian. These guys, they don't give a fuck. They do whatever the fuck they want. I remember I went to that, that gym... They were like Russian or Ukrainian. They had their kids running around causing a muck in the in the boxing area. I'd be on the heavy bag kicking it, and their kids would be kicking balls into me while I was kicking. I'd be like doing footwork drills, and they would just run next to me. I almost fucking trip and break my ankle. And still the parents and the Russian or Ukrainian instructor would just say nothing because they don't give a fuck. You know, it's a cultural thing. I hate to break it to you people. It just is. We're giving these people billions of dollars, and how do they repay us? Repay us? 
just being fucking inconsiderate, you know, not abiding by the societal norms. So they're parking their cars there. And then finally, I'm just like, you know what? I'm so tired of this shit that they're just parking their cars. And, and now that I have no permit and I have to park in this one road or park blocks away and walk like a solid three minutes from where I park, I'm done. I'm fucking done. So I walked by their place. I took a picture of the number. And then I also just Googled Hollywood rides because the pic- the picture that I took was a different company. It was like something collision. And I'm like, all right, well, it's on this, on their, like their gate. So it's probably the same people. Anyway, this past Sunday, I, I look up Hollywood rides and I know they're open because it's fucking Sunday at one. Call straight to voicemail. Call again straight to voicemail. Saying like, oh, like, sorry, like an automated voice. We are not open right now. Then I call the collision number. And and I just keep in mind, there's four cars in this spot. There's four spots, and they always have four fucking cars there. So I call the number. I go, hey, is this so-and-so? Like, yeah, 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 this is uh, something, something collision. Cool. Are you guys affiliated with Hollywood Rides? Yeah, yeah, same thing. I'm like, all right, cool. So you guys are parking on my street. It's a non-permit spot. And you guys don't move your cars. They're constantly there. And I don't know. I, I can't park there because I don't have a permit. And also when I have friends come over, they can't park. Can you guys not use every single parking spot? Can you just like use one or two or something like that? <sighs> like, um, yeah, what, what, what street is it? I'm like, it's on Ridgemore. And it's the first strip right next to the mini mall. You're using every spot. Um, yeah, let me talk to my guys and... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get them to move the move move uh, move some of those cars or all, all you know those cars. I'm like, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, it just hangs up like a fucking prick. You know, not like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. We're doing illegal activity. We're using public property for a private business. You fucking cocksucker. Not like, oh shit, sorry for the con- inconvenience. It's more just like, oh yeah, all right, fuck, you got us. All right, well, mm, yeah, I guess I'll. I guess I'll move the cars. So that's on Sunday. Monday, still all the cars there. Tuesday, still all the cars there. Tuesday, late, late, when Zoe's coming home from work at like 11 o'clock, she tells me she saw a guy move a car. Now Wednesday, I park after my ride-along, and I look at the strip, and I'm like, hmm, they don't look exactly the same. I go, ah, out of the four cars they had there, they only removed one vehicle. They still have three out of the four fucking spots. And you know what they did? Because I referenced Hollywood Rides, they must knew that I saw the license plate guards. So you know what they did? They removed all of the license plate guards, removing their business from these three vehicles. So that way... Like I don't fucking like, like I didn't take pictures and license like I didn't take pictures of the cars and pictures of the license plates. I know what fucking cars are theirs or yours. But you, you not not only did you only move one car, you piece of shit, you tried to remove any resemblance or reference to the company. So I would just think, oh, these must be random cars, even though I see the same three fucking Priuses every goddamn day. So now what, guys? Not only did you fuck me by parking there for a year, 
I gave you the benefit of the doubt by calling you. But now you go behind my back and you fuck me again. You only move one car. So you're taking up three out of the four fucking spots. I could maybe be okay if you kept two there. Ideally, I wanted you to move at least three. Ideally. But no, you move one. And then also you, you try to be shady and remove the license plate guards. So now I won't be able to tell you think which are your cars and which are just random street parkers now. But guess what, cocksuckers, you Ukrainian fucking pricks. I know what cars are yours. And guess what? Guess what you now entered? Every bag of shit that I get from Bellow's body. I'm not walking it to the dumpster and throwing it out. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. And at night, when the sun goes down, I am gorilla slamming the fucking bag of shit onto the windshield of those fucking cars. Until one day you guys show up and you see fucking mountains of shit on top of all your fucking cars. And then maybe then, maybe then, You'll move your cars and take the fucking hint. Because guess what? I'm not going to fucking babysit you. I'm not going to fucking hold your hand and, and plead with you and say please and get on you and keep calling you. Please, can you move your cars? Oh, I, I can see you move one spot, but there's still three theirs. No, 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 that's not ours. Does it say Hollywood Rides on them? We, we'd only have one spot there. Oh, no, actually, it doesn't say Hollywood Rides there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know you took the fucking guards off. The license plate guards. So now, so not only did you just piss on my back and tell me it's raining, you fucked me. You fucked me. So guess what? I'm going to fuck you now too, pal. But guess what? I'm going to fuck you with Bellow's shit. And those little Priuses, those cute little fucking cars that you got, they're just baking in the sun. Guess what? I'm going to sprinkle a little shit onto that cake. And pretty soon, you guys are going to walk by month two months from now, and those cars are going to be ruined. And you're going to fucking wish that you just moved the goddamn cars and abided by societal fucking norms. And that's the podcast, folks. Thanks for listening. Hopefully this was a good one. I think it was uh, not my best, but it was a, a frustrating one. But we got through it. Uh, but as always, appreciate all yous. Thanks for listening, and I will see you again next week. Bye.